Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, Kim Seltzer, a dating and makeover expert, where I will help you build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. Have you guys ever seen that movie, Stella Got Her Groove Back? It was awesome. I saw it the other day, and it made me think of the topic today. Because those of you who haven't seen it, it's about this woman, Stella. She's a stockbroker, and she's obviously unlucky in love, very busy woman. And she jets to Jamaica with her girlfriend, Delilah, who's played by Whoopi Goldberg. And they just went to have some fun in the sun. Well, she's in her 40s, and she's a working woman. And she had a little bit of time getting used to the island life and being on vacation. And you see, as the movie progresses, she has this fling with a handsome 20-year-old guy and when she returns to California, people notice that she had got her groove back, that there was something different about her. And this is an, an effect that I see all the time with clients, even for myself. I mean, you notice when you're on vacation, there's something that kind of magical happens. I had a client recently, and she came to me um, really stuck in the friend zone. She was used to wearing, you know, kind of the casual clothes, and she would go to games with her baseball hat, and definitely anytime she got asked out on a date, she would fall in the friend zone fast, and guys would tell her that they just didn't have chemistry with her. And when she got here, and she didn't even fly that far, <laughs> you know, she came from San Francisco, but definitely a different world back down here, she was able to unwind a little, and I was able to show her what it's like to be open and flirty and be more in her feminine self. And that was something that she hadn't cultivated for actually her whole life. She didn't like the girly girl clothes. In fact, she felt a little out of sorts in those kind of clothes. And we went out that night and I was teaching her, you know, just really when you are open to like that and you're, you know, kind of let go of being in control and that masculine energy, a lot of magic happens. Well, lo and behold, we're out flirting and the guy asks for our phone number and she's amazed so much so that she thinks that I planted that guy. Ladies, I did not plant that guy. I know a lot of people, but I don't know that many people. And <laughs> this is just what happens when you kind of get your groove back and you almost have this vacation mentality. And I want to talk to you today about how you can get your groove back with a vacation mentality every single day of your life. So here's the thing. There there are certain components of getting your groove back, right? When you think about yourself when you're on vacation, there the first thing that happens is that you're away from your own environment, right? And so you need almost what I call a break state, something that's different than your regular routine or the hamster wheel that you're normally on. So when you are in even every day of your life and you're going to the 
same store at the same time you're going to work at the same path that you take try something different maybe one day of the week you try a different route maybe one day of the week you try a different store but that new energy makes you aware of things and your surroundings it it also excites you because you're in a new setting and that will really help you um why this is really important, just having this whole kind of break for yourself, is we all get stuck in a rut, right? And I know what you're thinking. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot easier to, you know, do that while you're on vacation. You don't have the stressors. You have more time. But the truth is, is like anything in life, you have to make a conscious effort to break a habit. And if you bring those habits into your everyday life, it can really have the same impact and get you the results because you can get your groove back with this vacation mentality. And I want to walk you through a couple tips on how to do that. So again, the very first thing is just shake it up, shake up the snowball. Like I say, you know, those snowballs where you kind of shake it up and the glitter goes all over. I mean, if the glitter's always on the ground, it never looks different. So you have to do just have that different state of mind. All right. Tip number one when you're doing this. Play with your wardrobe. I did this with my client. In fact, when I had her go back into her normal world, I told her to start wearing more dresses, wear more heels, walk around and embrace that kind of feminine flair that you love when you're on vacation. You know, when you're on vacation, a lot of times you're wearing sundresses, especially if you're in a warm climate. And there is, you know, you just carry yourself differently when you wear a dress. Um, What was funny about her, and this is kind of the ending to the story of the vacation mentality. When she went back, she did carry with her that vacation mentality. And on top of it, she took a vacation, I think a couple weeks later. When she came back, people really noticed her. And she even said that. She's like, Kim, I'm noticing men. Look at me more. And this guy at work, who she's always had a crush on, actually started noticing her and asked her out on a date. It was really exciting. And it was, again, it wasn't anything that, you know, my coaching necessarily did for her, but it was having her be more aware of that state of being open that was doing that for her. And then being on vacation and she came back and she was really relaxed and she was open and she was fun and she was flirty. So, um, she did she did tell me that she was able to wear more dresses when she got back so the wardrobe has a huge impact in your attitude and the way you carry yourself all right tip number two fill your social calendar up with different social events and this is something that is crucial again it'll create a new energy some something that's different like novelty is key anytime you do something different in your life again it creates something new within you you meet new people so here's what i recommend do your social research start looking online for different events things that you've never done before maybe you wanted to you know based on your interests and hobbies 
and put it on your calendar as almost like you would a business meeting and make it just as important and make sure that you don't lame out and make excuses around why not to go because you're so busy at work. That is the key. And this is what a lot of my clients do. It's like, oh, well, you know, I had this project that I had to work on. Guys, this should be just as important as your business meeting and nothing should interfere with it unless you're sick or something really you know, big happens. And if you make it a priority in your life and you commit to it, that's when you'll do it. So novelty is key that will create something different for you and also will break up the state of that work day, day in and day out. So you gotta instill some fun in your life. Tip number three. Just have that natural state of curiosity. You know, like when you're on vacation, you almost have to be more curious. You ask people where certain restaurants are or what are some fun things to do. What if you actually took that and you brought it home with you so that when you're walking around in your own hometown, start getting curious about things that you've never explored before. It's amazing when you start asking questions. I know that, I mean, look, I've lived in my town for a very long time and I learn something new every single day of what goes on. You have to be curious though and you ask questions. And actually, when you ask questions, you engage in other conversation with people and you could actually even meet some people who could end up being your friend or somebody that you end up dating. It's putting yourself out there rather than darting from point A to point B and you never meet anybody that way. That state of curiosity, just like kids, will really help you. I remember I was um, coaching actually a, a guy once in Whole Foods. This is such a cute story. And he didn't understand like the whole concept of meeting people in Whole Foods and how he was going to do that. Well, the first thing that we did is we went to one of those food stations. Food stations are awesome because it's almost like a honing device, right? Where you can just hunker down, first of all, make friends with the people who are serving the food and let people come to you because everyone's kind of coming and going and doing the tastings. Well, we did that and we were meeting a ton of people and he was watching me as I was modeling for him. But all of a sudden, this kid comes, I think he was, what, maybe five years old, six years old, darting right in front of us and said, hey, what's that? What That looks good. Can I try? I'm like, why can't we do that, right? Why can't we do that as adults? And you know what? Everyone thought he was adorable. She answered him. He got, you know, all the tastings. And I'm not saying that you have to be exactly like a kid, but if you really watch children, they're a wonderful model to how that state of being should should look like because they don't have filters, right? They don't get in their head and talk about, well, maybe I shouldn't, you know, interfere or maybe I shouldn't interrupt that person. And, you know, we stop ourselves every single time because we have it in our head that we don't want to be impolite or be rude. But the truth of the matter is, is that when you just come from that natural state of curiosity and with authenticity, most people want to talk to you. That's what... That's what engagement is all about. So folks, get curious. I, I could I could probably do a whole podcast on that one because I, I really believe that's the key to a lot. And finally, have that open body language. 
smile, make eye contact. Here's something that you guys can try right after you listen to this. Go out into the world and look at somebody and just say hi. I know, novel idea, right? We are getting so busy, and you hear me talk about this a lot. We, you know, we talk about the resting bitch face. We talk about people getting so busy, they're in their phones. We forget to just look out in life. Now, when you're on vacation, you tend to let go of some of that busyness, right? You don't check your phone as much, maybe. So you are open to smiling more. And that is a key element in meeting people. I remember I was coaching this client and she was hesitant to hire me and we just did phone coaching. And when after she decided to do it, I kid you not, the first assignment I told her was take a different path to work and I want you just to notice things around you. And then I want you to start smiling and engaging in eye contact. So she did it. And she came back two weeks later and she said, Kim, do you have a voodoo doll? I said, I don't have a voodoo doll. (laughs) Why? What happened? She said, I think I met my guy. I said, well, what happened? She said, I did what you told me to do. And I took a different path and I smiled at this guy and he was really cute. And we started having a conversation and I have a date tomorrow. I said, that is fantastic. Well, I'm happy to say Nine months after that, that guy became her boyfriend, her long-term boyfriend who she's really, really happy with. So again, a lot of magic can happen with that. So let me recap for you. I just said a lot of things, but these four tips will really help you. Okay, first, pay attention to your wardrobe. So women, put on a pair of heels, a dress, embody that kind of vacation feel within your wardrobe. Guys, You know, maybe you want to wear an open shirt and a hat. I don't know. But don't wear a Tommy Bahama shirt, please. (laughs) That's a bad one. Especially like if you're not in the islands, you should not be wearing a Tommy Bahama shirt. But you can still wear things that are a little more relaxed and fun. Um, Tip number two, fill your social calendar up so you can be more flirty and fun and do something that's novel, that's different in your life. The third, that state of curiosity Just be curious, ask questions, find out things from people, engage in conversations. And finally, have that open body language, smile and make eye contact. If you do these things, I promise you, you will start feeling like you're getting your groove back with that vacation mentality. All right. Now for my favorite part of the show, you know, I love this part. Ask Kimberly where I answer your questions and emails. And I have a great question today that really relates to this stuff. Okay, this is from Emily. All I have time for is work. I do branding and marketing for Salesforce and I'm working nonstop. I don't have time for dating, just work and exercise. I did do the internet dating thing a while back, about five years ago, but I had a really bad experience. In fact, the last guy I dated just wanted to be friends. All the men I ever date just seem to want to be friends these days. Should I even try? My sister-in-law keeps telling me I need to dress sexier and hire a dating coach. Emily, that's what I'm here for. (laughs) I tell her... I am happy the way I am, but I am scared of getting older and being all alone. Who will take care of me when I'm old and gray, Emily? 
Oh, Emily, I think many, many women today feel your pain. Um, Especially today, you know, a lot of women who are leading successful, busy lives, we don't want to lose ourselves, right? And become something that we're not, especially when a lot of us have worked so hard to get where we are today. But the truth is, Emily, and this is you and all the other busy women out there, your busyness and extreme focus on work is preventing you from finding love. In fact, I would go so far to say that you may be using your work as a shield against getting hurt or rejected because this thing has become almost negative for you and scary because you haven't gotten the results you wanted. So it's much easier to focus on things that you can control. Because if you think about it, the work stuff, you got it, right? Sounds like you're very successful. There are things and aspects about work that you can control. This stuff that we're talking about, being vulnerable may be really scary to you and feel almost out of control. And what strikes me even more so here, and this is what really jumped out at your question, is that you're doing a lot of double talking. On one hand, you're saying that you're really happy and you don't want to change who you are. But the truth of the matter is, the other side of you says, I'm scared of being lonely. So in essence, you're not fully happy that a lot of that is fear-based and an excuse, you know? So you, although you may be happy in your work life, this part of your life, you do want help or else you wouldn't have called in, right? You wouldn't have reached out and emailed me. So here's what I have to say, and it's a lot of what I was talking about earlier. What if you actually relinquished the need to be in control and learn to create a vacation mentality that is more fun, that's more flirty and Yes, flowy. Probably that word just is like cringy to you. I know that. (laughs) Which is why you should probably hire me. But besides that, you can do a lot of the things that I was talking earlier to you about today. I know that some of you must feel like when you're listening to this, if you're like Emily, that you're almost exposing yourself. But here's the thing. You got to start small. You don't have to strip naked and feel like completely, you know, vulnerable because that also isn't good when you won't feel like yourself and that will appear, you know, anxious and you'll have nervousness behind you. So pretend you're on vacation, you know, put you put yourself in that state. And one of the best things to do, and I always tell business women to do this, give yourself at least an hour in between work and your, you know, playtime, social time, date time, where you can decompress and do something that is more in your body and less in your head. The problem with a lot of women who get caught in the friend zone and also, you know, 
have a really successful career is it, it you are very cerebral. It takes a lot of energy and thinking and you kind of get stuck in that energy. And when it comes to being more open and having that vacation mentality, if you notice when you're on vacation, you're way more in your body and your body's more relaxed. So, you know, crank the music, dance around, take a walk around the block, do something that gets you out of your head. The second thing I would say is definitely put on a dress, but, you know, have some intention behind it. In fact, if you, if you like almost put out some outfits each day and say, okay, well, Monday I'm going to wear this dress, Wednesday I'm going to wear that dress, and you almost can plan it ahead of time and then think of things that you can do where you can go out in the world and do it. If it's at Whole Foods, at the market, the coffee shop, go out almost as if you're in a costume and see what it feels like. Notice the attention you're getting. See if you have a different energy. Just notice that side of you. Um, And then finally, again, like I was saying before, get curious, ask questions when you're out and just engage in conversations. If you come from a place of curiosity, usually you will have success. Even if you're in the grocery store and you ask somebody about a certain fruit that you've never seen before, you know, pretend you're that kid in the candy store. What's that? What's that? People will engage. All right, y'all. If you're like Emily... Get your groove back, just like I'm telling her to. Whether it's in life or on vacation, next time you're on vacation, here's the thing to do. Take note, journal, what works for you? What what do you do when you're on vacation that allows you to relax? And try to translate that into your everyday life because you can. You can get that vacation mentality, but it'll take some work. You have to put a little intention around it. You may have to schedule things. And I know that sounds almost like an oxymoron to schedule something to get that vacation mentality. But we all have to do that in order to create balance in our life because you all deserve it and and we all deserve to have that break. When we feel better about ourselves, we have more energy to put out to others. So if you're expending so much energy on work and you're taking care of everybody else and you lose yourself, you need to take that vacation for yourself so that you can refuel, re-energize. And that, in essence, actually will be better served out in the world. You'll be able to have more energy for other people. And you know that sometimes is a hard thing to switch. A lot of times people think that, you know, I'm being selfish. I shouldn't be taking this time. I have so much to do. But actually, you will create more time by giving time back to yourself. So hopefully this all makes sense to y'all. Definitely take that vacation mentality with you either in your everyday life or or. for God's sakes, take a vacation for real. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's important 
to do that for yourself. So thanks for joining me today. This has been the Charisma Quotient. And of course, I'm your host, Kim Seltzer. And remember, you can build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. And make sure you go to my new website, seltzerstyle.com, where I have a brand new quiz where you can find out what archetype you are. And as in today's episode, a lot of people who get caught in the friend zone, see if you're that friend zone girl and see what you can do about it. And stay tuned until next week with more tips on how to feel and look fabulous every day. Bye.